0: Hello, welcome to the podcast about artificial intelligence for big data optimization. Our guest is Professor Dr. Fabiano Correa. He teaches at the Civil Construction Engineering at the Polytechnic School of the University of São Paulo. He is a mechanical engineering with emphasis in automation and system. And he's currently dedicated to the area of computational technology applied to civil construction such as automation, robotic and constructions, impact of the industry 4.0 construction, construction information modeling, and IFC. We live in an era of blockchain, big data, and collaboration in many industries. While that, most of the ANC industry is limited to doing low complexity and repetitive projects in order to successfully process the big amount of information necessary to build all the houses for the future human need and also profit from it. While the near the near future awaits for AI-based design optimization and mass customization fabrication, the BIN adopters struggle today with basic challenges as namings and standards. And most of the data being produced today is wasted. AI today is present in many fields and softwares of daily use for n- numerous industries. For non programs, sometimes it is hard to understand the difference between AI and no AI. Is there a way to be able to say if a software is or isn't AI based?
1: Uh, I think it's, it's not that easy. Uh, to, for a a layperson to identify when a software, a specific software uses some uh, AI concepts. And right now we have a lot of uh, cloud services, and those cloud services probably are starting to use some form of AI. I think this is uh not only black boxes we don't know what is running inside those services Uh, and also we don't know what kind of intelligence they could provide but i think uh, the amount of ai on cloud servers is increasing maybe some companies are storing our data and running some ai for uh for studies but we as users and the softwares that right now we are using the aec sector uh, i think we have very very little things Uh, maybe when we for example When you send uh, cloud points from a laser scanner or images from a drone to Autodesk services, recap, for example, maybe some form of AI is being applied to to fuse the information, to identify uh, when I have uh walls when i have pipes on those point clouds but uh in fact you could use uh different algorithms to process that data that are not ai maybe you could uh, have the same result with a more simple algorithm but uh, is that uh, i think we we could not if the company don't say to us that they are using ai uh, it's not that easy because they could hard code some solutions if the user send us this thing we respond with that so if the question is it's easy to identify it's not it's not easy
0: is that correct to state that there are seven different types of artificial intelligence today? And which are they in a basic explanation?
1: Uh, I don't know from where you you, you pick up these, uh, these seven types uh, of artificial intelligence. Uh, I don't see it like that. If you want to share with me the reference, I could uh, maybe analyze and comment with you. But uh, in my perspective, uh, I I divide it in two main areas. Okay? Uh, two or three, because uh, I think the area is not really new, because in the 50s 60s it is uh, uh, following the development development of computers I think they started to to think about AI but uh, as as the time and the evolution of the hardware and software we started to see different approaches to AI I think in the beginning they used uh, uh, some kind of logic approach so they model their world as uh, logic conditions they need experts to create uh, or to do this modeling with logic but uh, logic is it's hard to get all the uncertainties that we have in in real problems or the scope of real problems and real words uh and then i think maybe around the 90s the a different approach based on uh probability reasoning and bayesian probability reasoning they start to to grow and i think google is one of those uh, big difference the way they deal with artificial intelligence and and I think those two. Right now, most of the successful applications are using some kind of probabilistic modeling or reasoning, uh, and there is the uh, attempts to f- use uh, uh, both both approaches, an hybrid approach to use some kind of logic modeling uh, and some kind of uh, probabilistic modeling with probabilistic we, we need less knowledge from experts but you need a lot of data real data with noise with uncertainty and you leave some some probabilistic models to learn things this is the machine learn part of artificial intelligence And then you have the more traditional when uh, people try to code how the word should uh, should behave, how the data should behave. uh, And based on inference, you could have some new information. And maybe the third one is reinforcement learning that they are starting to use. And it's based on a machine start to play by itself and start to discover some rules and improves its knowledge. Uh, I don't know what the others are, how they see, because uh, it's up to, to, to us as research to make this division so i think maybe someone pick up the logic and divide it in two or three different approaches but f- for me you have the mainly two different approaches and from that approach you could use in different scenarios but uh, i don't know if it's t- seven Six different times i'm
0: sorry Yeah, <laughs> no, that's it that's great uh that's probably the the point um w- in this uh publication uh they went into they got to machine learning chatbots this level of division and probably you were
1: uh, yeah maybe yeah, because chatbot is it's just an application right it's yeah. not uh
0: a type I don't know. of intelligence if
1: it, it's a type of artificial intelligence it's uh, a use of artificial intelligence i think there is maybe more than 7 mm-hmm. because uh, chatbots uh, you don't have an, a physical incarnation and chatbots are are focused on processing uh natural language to understand the inputs and try to organize knowledge but you could put a, a, a chatbot software in our robots and then you need more more uh, artificial intelligence algorithm to deal with walking and grasping and so Computer I don't vision know. And whatever. Uh, I need to read and criticize right. the, the publication to understand what those seven... Why there.
0: they decided on that. That's that's great. Uh, when it comes to data input, what is the main difference between traditional programming and AI? For example, machine learning.
1: I think it depends the from the source that you are extracting uh I think those questions or uh, those uh, I think there is not just one way to conceive the whole area. But uh, if we are talking about programming, there is a traditional way of of doing that, but it's it's not programming you could think of problem solving right because uh in the traditional way or you could solve it with a pen and paper uh, because what, what what people have they they have uh for example data from the real world so you could have you pick up an apple and leave it fall to the ground and you mark the, uh, what is the weight of the apple how many seconds it needed to fall from a given height etc cetera, etc cetera. and then you could understand or you could try to uh, pick up a mathematical model or an equation that represents gravity okay so for a lot of problems humans can pick up an, a very precise representation of physical phenomena uh, using mathematical equations physical mathematical equations right this is the tra- traditional way of doing things you have uh, as your graphic saying you have the rules you have the equations you know you know how it behaves and then you have data so you have an equation and you have uh, a equals b uh multiplied by x that is our data and then you just multiply and you have your answers right this is the really the traditional way because you could the i think the the question the 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 thing is you have you understand the phenomenon you understand your problem you have a mathematical model of your problem you know uh, how precise this mathematical model is okay that's the traditional way but uh you have some problems that are not easy to have mathematical models so uh, what is the model to understand images, to understand uh, sounds, and from the sound understand what people are saying? How I I grasp the knowledge of all those knowledge that are inside our brain that were developed as we aged. Uh, our parents uh, say things to us we learn we live we learn and etc those are hard problems right and we need a different approach but not that uh, to discover new materials to uh, maybe to optimize a design based on complex uh, objectives multi objectives and complex objectives so we we don't have uh, a simple equation that we put our data and have the uh the answers. So what we have is maybe a lot of data. We we could have uh a lot of designs and with uh let's say uh based on uh uh human comfort inside a building based on this design you've had a lot of uh beam models and we have someone saying to you look this is a good design this is not and you have a lot of this data so we could try uh if you put the entire model a lot of information metadata uh about your projects and say to the machine look at all those datas and try to understand what makes it a good design and so yes we have the answers because we need to teach the machine this is the supervised approach to machine learning you you, you can't give a mathematical uh, model to the machine, but you based on uh, maybe a simple example is, I want to identify a cat in images. I could give the machine a lot of uh, pictures of cats, cats from different uh, different types of cats, different sizes of cats different colors of cat uh different uh i could give just the ear of a cat just the eye the paws and etc and say this is a picture of a cat uh, and i could give pictures from different animals and this is not a cat and then if the machine have huge amount of data uh, they could try they, they have also a model but uh it's more free it's it's uh ai it's not magic ai it's it's more like uh you have a skeleton or a space of solutions a space that is very flexible and then it's multi-dimensional it's hard for us human to understand the kind of solution but the machine is good to do with that you it, it's like you give a pool of functions with three parameters and the machine tries all those functions and see what functions start to give the better answer based on the the answers that they use want. so they decide oh this based on the space of solution that is given to me I think this is the best solution. And those are the best parameters. And now you have a black box that if you put a picture of a cat or a different picture, I tell you if it's a cat or no. So yes, it's it's more or less this kind of drawing that you sent to me. These rules are our models but uh, this is only uh, a type of supervised machine learning. Okay, When you give answers is supervised, we right now have unsupervised and we have reinforcement learning that those answers are this unsupervised, the machine decides by itself and reinforcement learning, uh, you give some hints of good and bad answers and the machine decides the answers by itself, right?
0: Each BIM project produces an immense amount of data during the design, pre-construction and construction phases. and needs many other data such as standards, existing conditions, client restrictions and desires. In a process complex like BIM, is there any specific type of AI that would be more suitable or more promising?
1: To start uh, uh, my answer, I would like to, to comment first that many people think that the size or the amount of information that is produced uh, in the many phases of a construction project, it is a big or huge amount of data. but <laughs> if you it isn't it isn't uh if you compare it with the amount of data produced for the collision of particles inside an accelerator it's nothing it's nothing uh, so i think right now uh beam, maybe if you start to put data from, uh, if you have a building with sensors and, and if you have uh, many laser scans of your construction site, uh, if you have a, a huge model, maybe you could uh, start needing some big data solutions. But uh, a big model, is, uh, it's, it's less than 50 gigabytes. So it's, it could be huge for some people, but from people that use big data, it's nothing. They are using terabytes, hundreds of terabytes. So we need to start saying that uh the other question uh, and i think the the most hard thing about being uh and i like to to think about it when we are talking uh, about the ifc format because it is uh it could be used in in principle with any software uh but it is true for even the proprietary models uh, of the autodesk factor works whatever uh, the kind of data of a beam model is it's very different it's not a table right most uh, ai algorithms uses uh, data like uh, like tables so you have a parameter and have a value. Parameter value. Parameter value, and so on. But uh, Bing is very rich, a rich model. You have uh, many connections between your data. And I think uh, even in the the researchers, when they are trying to use AI and Bing, they they uh, they cut this richness and try to transform the BIM model in a large table, okay? So they could use the AI algorithm that works right now. But I think a great challenge is to work without transforming the richness of BIM or IFC models. We need to work with this uh, very connected, Pieces of information because this is rich. We could have uh, material, we have uh, geolocalization, we have a lot of things that are inside, and you, your AI algorithm should uh, understand this rich. But this is really difficult to see. I think I never read a paper inside. The AC community dealing with this this big problem. Uh, Is but there
0: then, another industry that has something similar from where we could learn?
1: Yes, yes. Uh, I in, in my research, in my PhD research, I was working with some kind of uh this kind of technology. I think around uh 2010 2009 uh there was a lot of interest in this kind of rich data uh and it was outside Bing or outside the aec but it's such a difficult problem that i think from then 10 years after it uh we don't have progressive Uh, in solving or finding a way to deal with this kind of thing maybe with uh, deep learning maybe we could uh, try to to tackle this problem I don't know I think it's it's really hard Uh, you you need to transform the the deep learning that we are using, the networks that we are using and try to put some uh, logic, a different representation. I think it's, it's really difficult.
0: So the problem is not exactly how the BIM data is today, is how we um, adapt the AI, AI type or programming to Understand and to uh, get the most value of the BIM data we have today, is that it? Or
1: yeah, I, I think it's it's more or less. Uh, uh, I I didn't answer your question yet, right? Yeah. I I brought I we to had no our instance. conversation, <laughs> other things, mm-hmm. maybe some noise in our conversation, but uh, it's uh i think to answer more or try to answer your question uh it's there is not a simple answer to our question because uh first we in the AC uh, sector are users of ai algorithms In the best scenario, we are users. We are not developing or creating or really understanding what is happening. Okay? Uh, And all AI solutions that we have, they are very, very, very specific. So uh, your question is very general. For each problem inside all the life cycle of a building or an infrastructure you have many many uh process that could benefit from uh since we have uh the right amount of data and the right quality of data probably we could use or plug in some specific ai algorithm to help us in that process. So uh, what kind of help we could have? We have a limited amount of time to decide uh, the best design, for instance. But if we have this machine uh, in the same amount of time that a, a human could uh consider three different designs for instance the machine could test 1000 100 maybe some of those tests or scenarios it's impossible to happen but it doesn't matter the the machine could investigate uh uh, space of solutions more huge than us human, So it could help us to a point, look, try something around that design that is better. Because I, I look it into different solutions and look, this is no standard, but it attends all your uh, necessities uh you could think uh a structural design or the design of facades uh you have some organic design that a human could not think of it but the machine puts all the detail it needs to resist to the, the forces, forces uh, need to have this kind of area and need to consume that amount of material. Uh, airplanes today, they are uh, having some structure inside those planes that are very, very organic. Let me say, and the amount of material used is is way less than the normal design. And the the airplane weights less and use less fuel, so they are earning money. we ch- using AI to plan some parts of the airplane, uh, and it's not decided human. Humans not designed it. It put the condition, and the machine tries a, uh, uh
0: explores optimization many optimization
1: of the topology.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we could use in the structural, the same kind of algorithm. So it's you need to think very specifically. It's each process inside the whole uh, life cycle, inside each phase of the, the life cycle of a building or infrastructure, you could put a different and specific AI.
0: Right. And if... Okay, I think if, it's
1: more like it.
0: I see. If we consider uh, each specific AI approach for each, probably we will have to um, improve the beam data we have to get to the result needed. Uh, the The question here is mainly: Do why we don't have AI? Why we don't know yet how to do it, or we don't have it accessible for everybody? Can we? Appoint our BIM um, modeling and semantic efforts into a direction to make it better, so it will be ready when the AI softwares, the commercial softwares, AI based gets to us. Can we go to this direction, or is BIM the way we are doing today enough? Does it have enough information?
1: Or we still don't
0: know because we don't know the AI. What what would be the AI approaches?
1: I think I think it, the things are separated, right? I think uh, I think being is okay. Being is doing its its role inside our industry. Uh, being uh, in my way of thinking, it's first it needs the change in mind of the professional. they are starting to do their job differently okay and being allows some automation and with automation you have uh you gain with productivity because when you model a building in 3D and your drawings are generated by the machine without AI, okay? But they are generated by the machine and you have different revisions. Uh, When you have draw the documentation, you need to, if you are doing in paper, you need to draw entirely. When you have changed. If you are using CAD, you need to uh erase some lines, but you have a lot of trouble. If you are doing BIM, it's you change the model and the documentation changes dynamically. So you it's okay. It's this is the way this
0: is uh, good enough of, for BIM, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think but uh with having this digitization uh, as we have all the construction data inside a computer it's a huge opportunity to give the next step that is using ai uh, but as i as i said the kind of data side of being uh you need to to make Right now, we need to transform this rich data in poor data and then use what we have. This is, it's not necessarily a criticism of my part but it's the way we could use uh, AI solutions that are off the shelf, okay? You pick up algorithm and you could use. And there is a lot of people doing this kind of thing and having good results right but uh our jobs are not transformed today by the use of ai i think in the future maybe but uh i think the main problem is that even being is not adopted by a huge amount of people in brazil it's uh, it's growing but many construction companies don't don't use don't you use it fully so it's if being is difficult (laughs) being with ai is more difficult yet
0: yeah Uh, i think
1: that's the problem we could have a a better synergy between being and ai if people uh have the the mind more open to to try those solutions i think there is with the technology today we could do more things just with we have today but the 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 software companies uh i think it's a risk to use a lot of ai because it's uh cost for them and maybe the professionals are not don't want to pay more for it right now they already pay for being as it is. And uh, I think it's it's uh, a little hard.
0: They're probably but already paying more than they're receiving. Yes, of yes the of most adoption. of the
1: time, because uh, the BIM implementation is not writing everywhere. Okay. So they pay a lot and the benefit sometimes because they, they, they see the little being as we said and not the big being they are not integrating the process with all the professionals and stakeholders so right now it's difficult because of that and not i think because of technology but when we could use all that we know right now about being an ai we could have uh ascend one step and then we need to worry about all that I was saying, uh, about understand more how the richness of being could be used in AI and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Great. There are very few softwares commercially available today in the being environment with AI. In 1967, Yona Friedman developed the idea of the Flat Writer which is a computer program that would enable the non-professional user to design the plan of his future home, which led to the soft architecture machines by Nicolas Negroponte a few years later, what he called as domesticated architecture machines that permit to each resident to overlay his architectural needs upon the changing framework of the city. It sounds a little bit like AI. Somehow, for architects today, this idea still seems as a science fiction movie. Is the A and C industry behind compared to other industries in AI adoption?
1: Yes, we are a lot of way behind of other industries because uh, I my 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 main interest. Uh, or the big label or or the big name in my research is the, what right now we are calling the industry 4.0, right? And AI just one technology inside uh, the industry 4.0. And we don't have many things uh, regarding industry 4.0 in construction. The researchers are starting to discuss but many times they just put the label that is sexy right and they are just doing bing Mm -hmm. but they are saying no bing is our digital twin bing is bing 4.0 and things like that but the, the simple answer is yes we are way behind uh all the other industries you you just need to look at the productivity in construction uh it is uh because a lot of things and other things the use of technology and ai included uh you you could have some uh experimentation uh using automation maybe using ai but yes definitely we are way way behind
0: uh technologies available today can do a lot but this computing power is still far from reach of the general ANC industry worldwide. Meanwhile, the ANC industry is the number one in waste and one of the biggest in wealth generation. So, this seems to me enough reason to invest in technological, technological development. Uh, but, do you envision a future where many players could collaborate to create AI based solutions for the industry instead of just? one commercial uh, development here one startup there one university here is that a way uh is it possible in your in, in your belief uh that we could join forces maybe with other industries to go through this challenges a little bit quicker
1: I don't know i think it's it's very hard to for that to happen <laughs> Uh, Very
0: utopic, uh, utopian vision.
1: Yes, yes, I think because uh, uh, all all the introductory part of your question, it's you you try it to characterize how it's the mindset of people from this industry, right? And you need to to have a new generations thinking differently so you could really really start to collaborate based on this specific ai i think uh B is the first step it's the necessary step if you don't have digital data you you can't use uh you can't use sensor you can't use AI you can't use maybe robots to do parts of the construction and but it's you need to change a lot of things you need to change all the industry so we i think in the The next decades, we are still in this uh, separate efforts from academia trying to do their part, some new software companies trying to put a different product in the market and some companies, uh, because we have, I think about, uh, I don't know, Komatsu, Komatsu that produces, have machines for Uh, machines for heavy construction and they are trying to automate for the machines to do the job by their own without people in it using digital models using uh data that drones capture with the cameras with lasers this exists right there is some pieces of ai in all this uh data processing but it's uh, just a, a little piece, a little and because thing. of some companies, they are trying. Unconnected,
0: to right? Yeah. Yes, unconnected. unconnected. Yeah.
1: As the whole sector, right? This silos, it's very common in, in the AEC. So I think it's it's really difficult to to change the situation. Being is our first attempt, maybe to because you could profit so much using BIM in a more collaborative environment. So maybe is will start to do these changes and with the new generations accustomed uh, uh, used to use BIM, maybe, maybe we could start to have this.
0: Work a little bit more collaboratively, right? Good, yeah. um, so just so we can, close everything. If an architect wants to find possibilities of benefits that AI could bring to their daily work today, uh, where should they start researching? And what should be the focus? And is any kind of open source AI technology available today? There's some, can you point us in any direction?
1: Okay, in, in that uh, question you, you are being very specific because you are focusing on architects on the design phase, right? And I think uh, for the architect, uh, not just AI, I think even uh, robotic stuff, you have many examples, okay? Uh, Some examples are only for Are only beautiful but not functional but i think it's the start of the thing Uh, and you have many publications uh, with details of those approaches Uh, you have a lot of open source ai technology a lot in 10 years ago when i was doing my phd we didn't have. We need to read the paper and try to understand the formulation and you Recreate. have create the code. You didn't have. But today you have a lot, a lot of forums on the internet trying to uh, teach you the things and many, many communities. But uh, the difficult part, it's, that the architects don't have the background to yeah. because we don't even understand
0: the community. <laughs> Sometimes. Yes, How yes,
1: and works. the community that uh, the open source community, the makers, they they use their free time to do great things, but they are very intelligent people. And they don't teach uh, someone that didn't understand anything, if, oh, I want to learn AI. Oh, please teach me. They don't like it. You need to to give some to start step, somewhere, right? by itself a lot of things. Try different things and then, when you have a little knowledge you could try to go in those forums and ask questions and then they could help you you need to give this uh by yourself this this first step and that is the the most difficult part you need to i think you need to start uh, giving more relevance to to learn how to program I think uh, if you, even standard programming, because it's, if you understand how to program, you start to understand how those uh, machine learning algorithms could work. If you don't understand how a computer works, you will not uh, could use. Uh, yes, it's, it's really hard. So maybe I have a... Yeah, I have a, a discipline in my university that I'm trying to make this this first step. Uh, I engineers. don't teach the uh, for engineers and architects because we we accept in our master program uh, any professional in the AIC sector, and I try to give them some uh, recipes and show look this is uh, a form of ai let's see it working in that data set understand when you could change things and put a different data set here okay more or less it is doing this that and that other things and but it's just a seed because it's a lot of things and i just try to Plan this seed and in some of those professionals, they start uh, a click, uh, some light in their minds, and then by and by themselves they start to learn and became interested and start to study by themselves. We have a lot, a lot of free courses, a lot of free softwares, but uh, you need to dedicate yourself it's a lot of time dedicated to it that's the difficult nothing comes easily sure but if someone wants to study it, this is the best moment uh, to study a lot of things a lot of free things uh, but you need to study hard and dedicate a lot of hours to it i'm trying to make it more easy but uh, (laughs) there is no magic okay there's no magic i try to point some shortcuts but it depends of the the person to start to uh, became not interested in have ai working uh but understand how it works somehow and they could put their hands in it and use in their profession you could not uh, it's not easy like press a button okay that's that's the problem it's not it's not going to be
0: commercial for like 10 years it could
1: be commercial but uh, i don't know i don't know if uh what we will see is uh as we started our conversation i think the companies by themselves, will understand that putting some AI in parts of the data processing would be good for them, and we we use without knowing this thing. We just without get even knowing
0: it. We don't, how or we don't why. need.
1: Yeah, the professional, in, in if you are uh, getting the results clearly, is what they don't need to understand. They want to solve their problems. I need a better design. Okay, okay. So I need a software that I put my data and get this result. In the future, they will get it. But the problem is, uh, it's in the hand of the software uh, fabricators to put this this kind of AI and to uh, to take advantage advantage of uh, big companies that act in different sectors, put their resources and bring some part of AI to AC. I think it could, uh, we are starting to see some simple things and maybe in the future we could see more and more things. Uh, But yes, we need to sit down and wait that's the problem. In the <laughs> academia, we I don't, we like don't sit down and wait. We are, we try to develop these things, and it's hard, but we are trying to do those things. Mm-hmm. And and for the professionals, they as, as it happened with Bing, right? They need to wait for the Bing tools to be developed and they, they start to use AI. It's the same thing. Maybe we take a five ten years to to that kind of thing become that we could uh really have great results because mm-hmm. sometimes you use ai and you have some strange answers mm-hmm. and if you are paying to get strange answers it's not good for business <laughs> uh, so right it's uh it's uncharted waters for us
0: great, great, but
1: um... I think there is the interest is growing Uh, the new generation are more open to that kind of solution and being opened this opportunity and the whole world with this 4.0 idea uh, is uh, changing more or less in the same way using a lot of data using automation using ai Uh, a lot of things in our normal day uses ai so it's it's like uh we don't have uh to think differently. In AC it also starts to uh, to get those kind of solutions. But the the problem is is the sector itself. It's cultural it,
0: maybe. It
1: takes it needs more time. It needs more time.
0: <laughs> we always need more time. <laughs> in yes, our industry. Yes. That's that yes, but yes. that's but true. It,
1: yes. But it will happen, okay? It will take <laughs> ten, maybe twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> but it will happen. It's good for students to to decide uh, uh, do their research in that area, in that in this area. It's it's really great because you have a lot of things, and there is a lot of things happening in different places. So it's it's really interesting. I don't know if they will use it in their professions as they leave the university, but it's, it's really a, a good uh, epoch to study this kind of thing.
0: Great. Thank you very much for sharing all this knowledge with us and your time and your You're attention. Welcome. Thank you.